What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. All right, what are we doing right here? Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, shout out to the Coach Gang for being here. Hey, man, we got a great show today. Uh, this should be of the hour variety, although it will slightly go over uh, for this uh, show on Tuesday. And uh, we're talking about Hayden Pantieri. I can't even pronounce her last name. Hayden Pantieri. Panettiere. All right. Uh, in her custody battle. And I want you to listen to the language being used about her custody battle. And this isn't going to be a negative story about Hayden Pantier. This isn't going to be me breaking her down and dissing her. But I want you to look and listen to the obvious things that happened about how she revealed she gave up. She gave up full custody of her daughter to the father and how it was heartbreaking. Oh, it was so heartbreaking. We're going to listen to this because it's vitally important to show you how different they treat men who lose custody of their kids or have to give up custody or parenting time compared to this woman, Hayden Piantieri, Panettiere, whatever her last name is. We're going to call her Hayden. We're going to talk about it and how they're framing her as the, oh, it was heartbreaking. I know what she was addicted to. She was addicted to the dictation of CGA. That's what she need to be addicted to. That's what she need to be addicted to. But uh, I would love to have her addicted to CGA. <laughs> she right up my alley. I see things and things, but you know it ain't over. To the black ninja sing, and he's singing the blues and holy shoes while he's sipping on booze. Because every week he's singing ninjas killed on the news. Shout out to MC Ren. In the alley, all the hard heads kick it. Don't permit the suckers because they rob the mother suckers. Ninjas getting high and high till they drop. So effed up, they start shooting at the cops. Here we go. Shout out to MC Ren in the building. MC Ren. Yo. Yeah, it was an old oh, poor me. Oh, oh, poor me. I had to give up custody of my kids. All right. Um, I can remember lyrics, but I can't remember names. <laughs> names? Not so good. Lyrics, on the other hand, fantastic. All right, here we go. Oh, my goodness. She was sniffing lines of Coke. Is that what she was doing? Opioids. Pill popping. Again, we talk about eliminating 90%, 90% of, of women. I know guys were like, this guy is eliminating women with tattoos and women that smoke vapes. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. People don't realize when I say I eliminate women. Now, does it mean I won't smash you and throw a couple of 20s on your forehead? It does not mean I got money. It does not mean I won't smash and dash. Don't mean I won't smash you and give you a little bit of money and skedaddle. If you zoned out and zooted out and snooted out, that's just you. You will have to give up them guts. <laughs> them guts will be gotten. But what we're doing is we're framing it in relationships. Frame it in relationships. In relationships, you're not going to be zooted out on me. You're not going to be dead weight. You're not going to be an anchor in my life. Please get it right. Some people really don't. Some people don't really don't. <laughs> um, some people don't really put two and two together when they hear my message. They're like, how are you going to mess with? You're not going to have anybody with tattoos. And look, people are smashable. People are smashable. We're talking about relationships. This is what women are trying to offer you. In relationship contest, context, you are not going to be sucking on the end of a vape pipe, a glass salami. Your glass salami 
You're not going to be sucking on the end of a glass salami at will. Not hanging around my ass, you won't. Mm. Not all up in my damn people, around my folks. You're not going to be sucking on your glass Johnson whenever you feel like it. No. So you're eliminated. You're automatically eliminated. Skeezers got to go. So remember, guys, here, here, I just have to put this up again. Um, Seven, the, this is coaches, seven levels of mate qualification. Put this out. In order for you to be a contender, you have to have your ship together. Other than that, you can be a concubine. You can be a harem. You can be a pretender. You can be a regular. See these things we talk about messing with overweight women and all these things. Yeah, you can be smashed out. You can be practiced. When we say don't date single mothers, don't date single mothers. Don't get into a relationship with single mothers, but they certainly can be practiced. Mm. All right, people really always mix up my message. What are you going to do? Mess with nobody? Huh? No, seven mate, seven levels of mate qualification. Do not qualify. Uh, somewhat mm, service provider. Practice. <laughs> They're going to have a completely, somebody said, separate life. They're going to be a completely separate life than me. But when they turn around and try to push relationship on me, oh, no, baby. Mm. Oh, hell no. We talking about practice. Anyway, let me get to the, or uh, let me pop this up on the screen. Uh, remember, we're supposed to be an hour today, and I don't think we're going to make it. Uh, to qualify, to qualify, to let your voice be heard or just to sponsor the day show or let your voice be heard. You can get on the Notorious CGA channel. Links are on the main channel here or this is the second channel uh, link is there. You can go to the, the channels here. It says right there, free agent lifestyle, go to channels and it's there. Also Dallas I CGA live is in the building uh, on the cash app. Ben Mo is coach Greg Adams TV and PayPal is paypal.me backslash coach Greg Adams. I'll type it back in here. And I thought I was ready. I made some surprise appearances on some shows today. I popped in on some brothers that left the link in the live chat. So I left it. Uh, I checked in on gone with John. All right. Gone with John. He's a supporter here, and uh, I popped in on this show for about five or seven minutes, and then I popped in on Mr. Palmer, all right? Shot, popped in on Mr. Palmer for about five minutes, and uh, it was after my show. I was editing, and I saw Goma John. I was like, let me pop in over there, all right? Then I popped in on Mr. Palmer right before this show, and then I'm here with you brothers. So shout out to not Dr. John Deloney, gone with John, J-O-N. Uh, he's always here as well. All right, so let me get the earlier contributors to the day show. That's what we're going to do there. Then we're going to give you a couple of things here. Hey, Henry Resilient says, please tell me he put her on child support. Nope. <laughs> bro. Somebody, Shadrick Roberts said, saw you on both. Appreciate you, bro. Henry Resilient, bro. Do you, do you honestly think men do not put women on child support? He would have been considered a class a-hole because I think he's, um, He's a boxer, right? He's a box. Her, her boyfriend, actually, or her husband. I think they're whatever they are. Please tell me he put her on child support. Nope. I can almost guarantee that he did not put her on child support. And a lot of reasons why guys don't put women on child support is because they don't want the government knowing their information. Although the guy was in Ukraine, that's a whole nother subject. But guys ain't about to penalize women. We feel bad about putting their ass through the system. But, oh, when they want to put you through the system, they're going to be right there, all right, putting your ass through the system. All right, shout out to PVS. He says, Coach, I told my sister if she's going to use my car, she got to pay the car note. Also, what's the fast hip-hop beat you use called? He says, I started to rap to it, but I need the full beat. 
<laughs> what did your sister say? Nope. What did your sister say? She said, I ain't going to do it. Uh, most people are freeloading ass bums. I remember I had this dude, similar story. He was going to high school. I was a senior. I think he was probably a sophomore. And he was like, hey, can you pick me up? And it was completely out of the way. It was kind of somewhat on the way, but it was a different route that I normally would have took. Like it wasn't the route I would have took. So it was somewhat out of the way. And you got to realize most people, when you pick them up, they're not on time. So you kind of have an added stress in the morning. You're like getting ready. Like, all right, let me get ready. I got to get ready to go that route. But some people freeload and ask, well, you're going that way anyway. Mm. Yeah, but it's a little bit stressful when I got to actually depend on you. You depending on me every day for 180 days of school. So I asked the dude, can you give me some gas money? This is high school. When gas was like a dollar and twenty nine a gallon, he had the nerve to act like I was asking him. I was like, bro, I'm giving you a ride every day to school. No gas money. Well, you going that way anyway. I tell you, man, some freeloading ass ninjas. So in this sense, in this sense, your sister's using the car. Your sister's using the car and you're like, hey, look, you want to use my car, pay the car note or pay a portion of the car note. And they're like, what is this? What kind of shit is this? <laughs> These people are free. That's called freeloading. Now, if you wreck the car, you ruin it. You're putting wear and tear. You're wearing down the tires. You're making sure I got to take an oil change earlier. Uh, you, you could get in an accident. There's liability. Maybe you you borrow my car, but one of your pookie-ass boyfriends borrow it. You leave it parked overnight and it gets towed. Come on, man. There's a whole bunch of things the person's doing, and they're like, what? Man, I'm not doing nothing with it. I'll give you a little gas money. It's absolutely crazy, man. So shout out to these freeloaders out here, man. You freeloaders need to be dealt with for sure. Shout out to T-Mon Jr. Coach. Megan the Stallion just launched a mental health resource website. We can use it to overcome our midlife crisis. Of course, you know what that means. Megan the Stallion is about to be. That sounds like a money grab to me. That sounds like a money grab. Oh, you know, what is this done? Is she doing it for charity? Nope. Boy, mental health, man. I need to start a mental health website. Website. Get in on that money. Get in on that money, money. Shout out to Stormy's in the building. What did you say, sir? Communism is like a hydrogen car. Boom. And it's bust forever. Yeah, we need to hold on to democracy as long as we can because it ain't coming. I mean, once that's gone, it's it ain't never coming back. Not in our time. I mean, the last kind of somewhat democratic society was ancient Rome, was Rome, hell Caesar. That was the closest. And it took what? How many thousands of years for it to come back for someone to attempt it again? Took thousands of years for somebody to attempt that bullshit again. That was the closest modern day big society that founded a democratic society. I mean, there's probably smaller places that tried it. But ancient Rome and then America. And then if America goes, I guarantee you it'll be 3,000 years. Somebody said 50, 11 years. It'll be 3,000 years before somebody tries that shit again. All right? They ain't doing it no more. Because there's, 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 so, much, um, there's so much more control that you gain over the people by being a fascist, a dictator, a communist. I mean, come on. You could just grate the system right off the rip. All right, we got Sligo is the sauce in the building with a sponsorship. Co-spon we'll give you a sponsorship for this one because you've been here for a long time. All right, shout out to you, Sligo is the sauce, waving hello. Sligo, Sligo would be at the junior college. 
okay i keep saying democratic republic i keep getting the wrong people want to go throw it in there i bet you most people don't even know the difference but yes ancient rome was a republic we're still a republic but yes uh but um anyway sligo is the sauces in the building sligo be at the junior college i've seen his i've seen sligo's evidence we uh bumped into each other in in um we bumped into each other in las vegas okay in las vegas so yeah man we bumped into it and he told me he'd be at the junior college all right, for the Republic in the building. Uh, but uh, it all good things come to an end. As we can see, uh, shout out to Pimp Skywalker said, Coach, what's the solution? What's the solution? New, 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 new world There's order. too many fat people. I mean, there's too many um, Wally people in here. Yeah. It ain't, it ain't never coming back. It ain't never coming back. Say sayonara. And it was a good run. We gave this democracy thing a good run, but it's over. It's over. Uh, shout out to Najwick over on the Cash App. He says, had a buddy go to, to, to the Dominican Republic thinking he could use game. I'm wondering, how did that turn out? Here we go, people. U.S. is not a democracy. I, I, listen, I corrected it already. I corrected it. He must be behind on the show. Our, oh, I, I, <laughs> okay, we got it. Just like California is not a democracy. California is a republic. This is the people's republic. Oh, no. Chill with the bullshit. My Lord. What happened to the guy? Let's get back on track. Are you people like five minutes behind already? Catch up with the rest of the show and stop bothering me with this damn lingo here. Everybody know. Not everybody knows what a republic is. Yes, we got it. But my point still stands. My point still stands. Both are a republic. In definition, this is these are in the comment section. As a matter of fact, all right, both are ending. Let's just call it that. <laughs> both of them are going to put going to both of them going kaput. <laughs> both of them are going kaput. Whatever they are, both republics, both of them are going kaput. So is California. California is a republic. California is a republic. Where are we at? Hold up for a second. <laughs> California is a republic, and where it at now? It's a full communist regime. All the all the uh, pro blacks are mad that I'm using <laughs> communocracy. California is a republic. Where is it now? Come on, stop. They're above going kaput. Look on the flag. It says the Republic of California. Is it a democracy? <laughs> it's no longer a democracy. Where are we at? All right, hold on. Let me go back. Let me go back. Najwick said his buddy went to the DR trying to run game. Hey, Najwick, how did this turn out in the People's Republic of the Democracy of Dominican Republic? How did that turn out? I can guarantee how you it turned out. I, I want to always tell you that uh, I went to the Dominican Republic. I've been twice. And I'm going to tell you, Whatever they're telling you, I know some passport bros, they're telling you, oh, when you get there, all oh, the girls going to be. <laughs> it's not quite like that. You know what I mean? It's not quite like they're saying it. They don't just show up, oh, American, and bow down. I didn't get that treatment. <laughs> I didn't get that treatment. Sure. Actually, as a matter of fact, when you walk up and down the boulevard, some women just stare at you like this. <laughs> they just look at you. They don't. 
They don't jump up and down. You're just a tourist. You're just a tourist. And not only that, it's pay for play going on down there. Let's just get it right. It's pay for play. He says, end up with a fat chick from the gas station. For real. It's it's straight up pay for play. Um, but it is what it is. There are some, he said, don't, don't do game. Just go, do not go run game. Guys, you you if especially if you're not in a big group. If you're not in a big group, do not go to no bar, sit there, wait for the where all the chicks jumping on me. That's not going to happen. You're going to have some local dudes that look somewhat like you ready to take you out back. They waiting for you to slip up. They like, okay, here come one of these American dudes thinking he about to run up and get all our women. Just think about this. If you were somewhere, (laughs) if you're somewhere, he got robbed. (laughs) Oh, no. If you were somewhere, let's say in your hometown, whatever your hometown is, the People's Republic of whatever. And um, you were there and you showed up and a bunch of people outside of your country showed up or one or two. And they was there to mack on all your hoes. What would you do? You'd be thinking like, who are these ninjas? Right? Let's say you were in the middle of, uh, let's use Detroit. Let's say you're in the middle of Detroit. You chilling. Everybody's in there are your people. You know kind of who they are. They're related to you. And then a bunch of people outside. Let's let's call it Europeans. A bunch of Europeans with fantastic accents rolled up. You knew they had money. You knew there was money on them. And they rolled up into your spot. <laughs> and they start talking about, ooh, wee, wee, ooh, la, la. And they start talking that French bullshit to all your girls. And you would just be sitting on the side just waiting like, damn, we lost today. The French dudes rolled up. <laughs> shucks there's nothing we can do the french guys got us again with those wonderful accents those guys from the united kingdom shucks they came in and they were just better than us perhaps and they come in every week and we're just sitting here they say oh la la oh parlez-vous français and they start whining and dining <laughs> your girls oh shucks they got us again spoiled again at some point, you're going to be like, all right, next time they roll up in here, next time them French dudes roll up in here, get him. And you would do this every week because every week the French dudes is like, man, them American dudes in Detroit, they got some fine uh, skate skeezers out there. You got They got some top to the leashes out there, and they fly in every week to get y'all top to the leashes. Oh, shucks. Damn, we lost out to the French guys again. Just now flip it to the Dominican Republic. Here we come with our bag of money. With our bag of money, money, our status, and everything else. And then we come parading on their women. And then you think, oh, I'm going to just show up and the girls are going to be on me. Girls, they girls, they love me because I'm the underweight lover, Coach G. And I just show up. I'm taking all they hoes. I want you, 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 the whole week. You, 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 you think they're going to do something to you? They're going to wait. <laughs> they waiting for your ass. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. It's not kind of how I heard some people portray it. Like you show up and they waiting for American men and they love American men and they hate their men. It's not like that. At least let me just tell you, it's not going to be that easy. At some particular point, you're going to have to find you something and you're going to have to say pesos. I got money. (laughs) Pesos. 
All right, shout out to Nashwick. All right, XL Pro Services is back in the building. Thank you for the support. We got some people uh, still sending in some super chats. Who is this in the building? All right, uh, let me see if I can put put it up. Pimp Skywalker said, what's the solution? Shout out to you. I know that's a joke. I know that's a joke. We got some people over in the super chat. We'll get to the show. We'll get to the show. Hold on for a second. I got to get pay respects to these brothers. Okay, Rational Rationality says, my sister is a psych nurse practitioner. She states most of her clients are middle-aged, divorced soccer moms who have no purpose. Price is wrong. So uh, that is actually probably I believe that too. I definitely believe that. I believe that as well because those people are now. So this is the argument against women wanting to be soccer moms. So this is why a strong and independent woman will come in here and say, see, that's exactly why I wouldn't want to be a soccer mom. And um, because those women don't have purpose past their kids aging up to 16, 17, and then they go, what am I supposed to do with myself? Well, that's where you're supposed to lead her. Uh, but they don't have any leadership. They need leadership. Kara Juice podcast nowadays, mental health gets pushed more than self-development. Personal growth and accountability. Keep teaching the fundamentals, coach. Your wisdom and edutainment is more needed or much needed in these YouTube streets. Positive vibes. Shout out to you and shout out to you and your podcast. I keep hearing it. Remember, I warned you. I was one of the people who went out on a limb. I, I pretty much go out on a limb on a plenty of subjects and I give it up for, I'll be like, this mental health thing is getting out of control. And I've been almost uh, a, a hip to it for about 10 years. And I'm like, what's going on? Everybody's going to use that. And it's getting worse and worse. So uh, people don't want to be accountable. They jump right to, well, I have a mental health. You're going to hear it in the Hayden Panettiere, Panettiere stuff too. She actually jumped to that too. Pimp Skywalker, what's the solution in the building? Yes, indeed. All right, and we got a couple more, a couple more over here. We're just chilling. Uh, Maurice Jacqueline is in the building. All right, shout out to Maurice Jacqueline. All right, let me check Venmo. Venmo, sign me out. Oh, Lord. It's going to be one of those days. Son, Oh, no government name, says coach. They think the women in the States run game on them here. He says, wait until you go to another country. They're going to fall asleep in love and wake up without a phone, passport, and a wallet. Now, again, I'm going to say this. The passport bro is going to be irate. It doesn't happen to everyone. However, if you're careless, it can happen to you pretty easily. It can happen to you pretty easily. So be careful when you go over there. Um, it's not as easy as people are sounding, making it sound. Let me just say that. Let me just say that. You got to be very hip to the situation and understand how laws work, what's what. You know, make sure you're clear and understand. You understand the language. Otherwise, it could go left. It could go left. Does it always go left? No. But again, it's like, do you always get divorced? No. But I think people are trying to make it seem like a slam dunk, and it's not that specifically. It's not that specific. And the more and more people that keep going to the same and same place, it, it could get sticky for you. But most of the time, if you're a good dude um, and you understand that you have, you're a target per se, it's going to be fine. You're going to be fine. If you know Portuguese and you go to Brazil, you're going to be fine. If you know no Portuguese, it's going to be tricky. It's going to be tricky. It's You could be good, but it's going to be a little more tricky. If you go over there and you're pookie, passport pookie, it's going to be bad for you. <laughs> All you're going to end up with is uh, hookers. 
That's it. And scapuling hookers in the Dominican. Like the worst, like you could have stayed here and banged out some hookers here on Figueroa. You didn't need to go over there if you was going over there for passport hookers. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know. Uh, that's just my experience. Um, we got some passport bros here uh, speaking up for themselves. And um, yes, let me get this one because this is a good conversation. This is a good conversation. Uh, shout out to the, here we goes here. Passport bro here. He says, we are not a monolith. We got dentist to dusty dudes. Don't believe in the hype. Don't believe the hype. In the city's center in the Dominican Republic, womanism is rampant. They are not submissive. You just have more leverage. He says even the doctors sell peace leave. So there you go right there. There's a guy. I think that's an honest assessment. Shout out to Keddy KGB. That's a very honest uh, uh, assessment. And there's rich men. There's wealthy men that go over there. And also, like I said, um, I actually... When I was in Miami, I had a woman that came through Mexico through Colombia, and she was beautiful and she was educated over there. She is an attorney in Colombia, but here in America, she came to America. She's no longer an attorney. But if you think about it, she was in a scale of um, seeking. She was on seeking site. Now, do I believe she's an attorney? I don't know. That's what she was telling me. Which, with that being said, when you go over there, there's attorneys over there doing it, female attorneys. It's not all dusty, dirty, dirty feet women over there as well. But they're doing it because they know there's an influx of tourists and they can talk and communicate and they're somewhat educated. They're not sloppy. And yes, there's a thing going on there. There's a thing going on there. Uh, it will become clearer once you start traveling. And by the way, if people wanted to know, uh, I have two passports right here in my hand. One is not mine, though. One is mine I have legal possession over. People are like, what does that mean, coach? I know y'all like, what? But I have legal possession over it. They're like, what? What? what, 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 what coach, wait, wait, wait. Hip us up in the game. Uh, my man, Larry the Lord, Larry Leisure in the building. He says, Hayden Panettiere. Hey, Hayden Panettiere was my flat back that crush when I was coming of age. She starred in the movie called Prom Night, where her creepy teacher, white dude, stalked her and deleted her friends on prom night. Hello. <laughs> Speaking of handy evaded, but this is hey man, she right up my alley. Oh boy. Okay. All right. And then let me trip on PayPal for a second, then we'll get into the show. It's gonna be well over an hour. Uh, I have my maid's passport. I have my maid's passport. Right? My maid cannot get away from me. All right, we got everybody on PayPal. Let's get into the show. Let's not mess around. Let's show the, um, oh, let me see this. Do me a favor, guys. Let me know if you can hear this. Let me know if you can hear this because I had trouble with my screen. Oh, by the way, this is Hayden Pantier. All right, can you guys see that? No, am I sharing the screen? Am I sharing the wrong screen? Oh, there she is right there. Okay, here we go. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, that right up my alley right there. I'm I'm in. I'm down. <laughs> okay, I'm down. That definitely right there. That's going to be right up my alley. I know everybody, brother. Pro blacks are irate right now. Pro blacks are irate. But if you're saying what what do coach what what's coach going to be where he at? That's where I'm at. Junior college. Where we at? Sign me up. Anyway, 
Oh, man. There ain't no way in hell CGA pulling that down. Where are we at? Oh, recent pictures. I know. She didn't hit the wall. She definitely didn't hit the wall. So recently, I mean, she's still not bad, but she's definitely gained a little bit of weight. But it's it's reasonable because she's um because she's small. She's a small girl. And I don't think she she might if she's over five two, I'd be surprised. So yeah, she is putting on a little weight. She definitely prime and decline. She'd be good prime and decline territory. And so I think she's tiny. Let me see what her height is. She is uh let's see here. She's five feet tall. She's five feet tall. She's barely over five feet. Now, here's the thing. I know a lot of guys are going to be like, see, that's like having a child. However, (laughs) however, her baby daddy is six foot five. (laughs) There it is right there. So if anybody got some smoke for me calling me a metaphile, here's her baby daddy right here. Do not start with me. He's a professional boxer, former heavyweight champion of the world. He's six foot six. He's six six. So stop with the BS. They're all be like, wow, you guys are one. He's six six. And she's five feet tall. So if anybody got some smoke for me today, he was folding her ass up like a love letter from the second grade. Here we go. So she definitely got with a Chad. All right, we're a little bit ahead. I want to see if you guys can hear this audio. All right, I'm going to share this on the screen right here. I'm going to play the audio. Let me know if you can hear it, and I'm on a five-second delay. The trash of a Tesla. Uh, For those who don't know, I'm trying to sell the car because the battery completely died. All right, so that's on my end. Let me know if you can hear that on your end. Okay. You can hear that or no? I guess one, if you can hear. All right, we finally got that fixed. All right, all good to go. All right, so this story is about, good, we can hear. This story is about the man whose Tesla, Tesla died, hey, who whose Tesla died, and it cost him, it's going to cost him $26,000 for a new battery. Something that yours truly, again, I talked about mental health, I took a risk. People were irate. They're irate on my opinion about mental health. All right. I'm like, it ain't the end all be all. Therapy ain't the end all be all. It ain't an automatic. They're like, it's a layup. Just go ahead and sign up. And I'm like, no, it ain't. (laughs) Okay. Let's be real. Now, I also said I called out the electric car industry and I'm like, "Mm, what's going to happen when everybody needs a battery? Remember that? Now, this battery is probably way higher than what people need. Um, are going to need when we get to seven years from now. But this car was from seven, eight years ago. So it's dual battery now. Now, wh- look at all the buffoonery. Look at all the buffoonery this guy has to go through now with his Tesla battery. Let's go ahead and listen. Don't know. I'm trying to sell the car because the battery completely died. Uh, we're talking about the main battery that powers the car. This is the car right here. It's completely dead. Uh, I'm actually going to open up the garage to show you guys something in a second. But anyways... I can't sell the car because the ownership papers are in the car. And Yep, can't sell it. The ownership papers are in the car. He can't even get in the car, bro. <laughs> so remember, C- CGA was one of the first people, and this is by impulse, number one, that I made this decision. Number two, I remember I tell you about the tow truck driver. He warned me. He was like, 
don't get one. And I was like, why? He was like, because if the battery dies or it is somehow dead and it doesn't have the ability to be charged, which on the side of the freeway and you're disabled, they can't even tow the car because they can't charge it, can't charge a dead battery. They can't charge it enough to put it into neutral to toss on the back of a flatbed. He says, break the windows. Well, that won't help start the car. But yeah, that would help him sell it. But you still got to start the car. So let's go ahead, man. This is something that is going to affect a lot of ham and eggers. Not all of them, but a lot of them. And I have no way of accessing it. And so, you know, people are saying, you know, dismantle the front, you know, uh, your car, uh, you can do it, you know, watch some YouTube. I don't have time for that. Like in order to do it, you have to dismantle the wheel well in the front or maybe, you know, dismantle the cone, then reassemble it. Like, I don't have time for that. And I've told you, and I, you know, they're gonna get me. New, 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 new world order. They, they, they uh, essentially, this is a computer. It's not a vehicle. <laughs> it's basically a computer encased in the vehicle. It's not an actual vehicle. It's a computer. But uh, you're driving a computer. But uh, here we go, right here. And by the way, I actually had another client who owned a Tesla, and they dented the quarter panel, and it took eight months for them to repair the quarter panel. Because Tesla at that time, I don't know if they do anything different. At that time, they never made spare parts, which means they had to wait for the manufacturer to come around and make an extra part that they didn't need for another car to match the car that you might have had an area where you needed. But you were probably on the list of 50, 11 people who needed a part. Oh, we finally got this part. They didn't make they don't make spare parts because they make their cars custom order, custom to order. They have to wait for some somehow your part to come along <laughs> yikes yo man they need to work these kinks out bro 30 bucks i went uh to the uh the equivalent of the dmv in the states it's called uh, service ontario got the ownership papers cost me whatever 30 bucks but it's cheaper than calling a tow truck cheaper than spending my time dismantling this piece of trash that won't even turn on <laughs> okay so he irate and by the way somebody says only they can work on your car you can't take it to a body shop you can't take it to a body shop. You can't go to a body shop. Hey, can you work out this dent? They'd be like, nope. So you got to go to their people to work out the, the dent potentially. Let's go ahead. I'm going to show you guys something now. My Tesla is charging. Fully charging. It's completely fine. For those who don't know the backstory, I bought this brand new in 2013. Cost me $140,000. Actually more like 142. Doesn't matter. Damn, his car costs $142,000. Is that correct? What? Well, he bought his is a 2013. So he bought his right at the beginning when I don't know if those are the real prices. I don't know how he got to one hundred and forty three thousand dollars or whatnot. Damn, he could have bought a Porsche. He could have bought a Porsche. But see, when I was buying my Porsche, I actually looked at Tesla or any electric cars. And I was like, hmm, I was like, hmm. And I said, nope, nope. Let me go over there. Because I was like, it'd be much cheaper at that time. The prices were down. It'd be much cheaper to go get the Tesla. And I was like, nah. Whatever. It's 140 grand. Bought it brand new. Uh, been the only owner. Um, so I didn't rebuy it off of anyone. Had uh, had the full warranty. Now, what happened was is Tesla uh, has a few problems. In the 2013 and the 2014 models, the, um, the air conditioning condenser uh, unit hose leaks on top of the battery. Um, and over time, even in coastal areas, um, they've had a lot of problems with the 2013, 2014 models. Oh, this is Canadian money. Oh, he's in Canada. Thank you, uh, Ray. So he's in Canada. 
So it was $140 Canada. So it's 105 here in the United States. And it's still pretty high. All right, continuing. Where the batteries get water in them. And, uh, you know, you're probably thinking like, you know, I'm, I'm full of crap. You know, I'm making this stuff up. I'm not. I got Transport Canada involved and they actually did an investigation on the car. Not only did they do an investigation on this car, they're going to be doing one that Tesla doesn't realize is coming up because I got in touch with another owner who has the exact same problem. The battery died. Tesla's trying to sweep it under the rug. They won't give them any explanation of why their battery died. They're basically trying to sweep it under the rug. And uh, I, I just got notified by them that they uh, canceled their Uber credits. So normally when you take your car in for service, they got to give you a rental. If they don't give you a rental, yep. they'll give you these Uber credits so you can get around. No, no. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> Hold up for a second. So, again, I had a client who was actually very wealthy. Uh, he's a plastic surgeon. And his wife drove a Tesla. And she did at the back hit one of those yellow poles, right, that you can't see. It's like right at car level and you back it up. Well, that's what she did. Hit the corner panel. And um, essentially what happened was they had to buy, they had to get a rental car. And she was driving around in a, for months, a, um, what, what was it? It was a, um, I think it was a toy, Toyota Prius. And then they're saying, once you run out of your rental car credit, you get Uber credits. Nope. What? Uber credits? <laughs> Hell no. Uber credit? You got to be kidding me. Hell no. No. What? No, no, no. Now they canceled it just because this person was asking questions. And the questions that they were asking was basically, you know, I want to see the car and I want a full explanation of why it needs a new battery. They canceled their Uber credits. They're, it's basically like taking away your rental and they have their car and they want to sign off on those same paperwork that I've shown in my other video where it's got a high voltage. Now, Tesla is trying desperately to hide the fact that they have these issues with the batteries that need to be recalled and it does need to be a recall. And this is why it's important for anyone mm. who's out there right now watching that has any sort of uh, Model S where you have battery issues or you have water in the battery or the battery needs to be replaced and it's no longer in service. The problem is the issue started while it was in service. When you get your vehicle mm. serviced at Tesla, it doesn't matter how often you take the vehicle there, they never check the battery. They have no incentive to help you to make sure that the battery is fully functioning and running. By okay, yeah, they, they obviously they don't, right? Because there was, that's where the back end, that's where the printer ink is. Oh, you bought the $50 printer, but there's $60 ink per per color. And, you know, you get the color ink and the black ink, $60 a cartridge. Yeah, so there's no incentive of helping you fix the, the, the printer, right? So here we go, continuing. Wow. The time you find out there's an issue like I did, I was almost a year outside of the warranty. But do you think the resting of the piece where that, that rusted through that allowed water to get in ended? Or, or sorry, do you think it I don't know completely what you're just started in the last year? No, that's something that started during the warranty period. So if the issue starts during the warranty period and they have no incentive to check the battery, they never check the battery, even though you service it with them all the time. It doesn't matter. It's outside of warranty. They don't give a crap. Then you're left with a $26,000 bill. That's the bill that they were trying to stick me with to replace the battery. I really don't care enough to give them another dollar. I'll never buy another Tesla again. Uh $26,000. Not only that, he's 140 US Canadian. So 26 Gs, what is that in the United States? That's going to be 18, 19, 20K in the United States. Um, also, he's down 140 US. Uh, he's down 140 Canadian. Or a hundred something, a hundred and five American. 
they want their 26G. Wow. Um, but anyways, that's the long way of me saying stay the fuck away from Tesla's. They're brutal cars, brutal uh, uh, manufacturing, and even worse, they're a 10-year-old company. Do you think a 10-year-old company or a 12 years old, doesn't matter, can create cars better than BMW, Mercedes, or any of these other luxury uh, car manufacturers that have been building cars for almost 100 years? I don't think so. They might be the first in the EV space, but it doesn't mean they're the right choice for you to pick a, uh, uh, pick a, pick an EV car. Learn from my experience. Stay away from it. Now, uh, who thinks he's full of cap? Is he is is he a part of the uh, oil industry? The the, the Detroit Motors. I called it. CGA called it. I called it. I said, nah, I ain't with it yet. Now, maybe in fifty years after they figured it out and the price of a battery goes down, just imagine though, he's he's part of big oil. He's part. He's been paid. He he's an investor of oil. I'm telling you, that's a that's a big flaw. But the problem with that flaw, somebody said, who cares? Oh, <laughs> what? The problem with that flaw is you're going to be presented with this by the time it's too late. It's going to be too late. So we talk about these things here. New, 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 new world order. You're going to be presented with this when it's too late. After you're fully invested, you might only have one car. You're fully in. You've been happy. Plug in your ish up. It takes you 24 hours to get a full charge. So you got to drive your car to work every other day. I mean, I know these are just things here. Uh, if you're commuting great distances, if you don't and you work from home, it's a different thing. I don't think the kinks are worked out. And California is pushing this, this bill that by the year 2030 or 2035, they're going to have the Republic of California, by the way. New, 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 new world. That there's going to be no gas cars on the freeway. Yeah, we ain't ready. We ain't ready, bro. Uh, be careful out here. I'm going gas cars until they tell me to stop. They pull me over like, you got to get this hunk of junk off the freeway. All right, next story here. Since you can hear, let's play this story. I wanted to play this this morning. This is why we're going to go over today for certain. Uh, let's talk. This is Straggling Sniggle Theater. Let's give it a proper introduction. Where is it at? Straggling Sniggle Theater intro. Definitely. All right, Straggling Sniggle Theater back here. Uh, here we go. This is going to be, i just going to play a little bit of this interview. You guys got to hear this. This is from the Atlanta Street Interviews. Shout out to him. Great channel. He interviews homeless people in and around Atlanta. He gets their story. And uh, you hear how people end up. I, I don't have faith in Americans. Oh, the humanity. What's up, YouTube? Atlanta Street Interviews out here with another one. Um, so we got a young lady with us today. How you doing today, miss? I'm doing good. Fair use to Atlanta Street interviews. Oh, boy. All right, all right. So are you homeless? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, How old are you? I'm 18. 18? This woman says she's 18. This woman looks like she's 49. This is a hard-ass 18. Her teeth already missing. <laughs> she said 18. She said eight. She looks like somebody's granny, bro. Already. Teeth is all messed up. She got that chin all pointed to her nose. Gray hair. This woman said, <laughs> what? There's no way in God's green earth. So I said, send it now. <laughs> Dude, this woman's going to hit the wall next year. I mean, she already didn't hit the wall. 
Next year, she hit the wall. Yesterday, she hit the wall. Let's go ahead. <laughs> fresh, fresh, fresh. All righty. And so fresh is all right, man. Oh, man. Man, she don't have much time left, bro. She don't have much time left. I mean, she 18. That about the only thing working in her favor, boy. So how long have you been homeless now? Well, according to like a lot of things, I've been homeless for about five days because I've been traveling, but I decided to go back hometown. But then, you know, a lot of things happened, so I decided to stay. So where were you coming from? Paducah, Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I was going to say, oh, no. Look at them eyes. Boy, I knew. I said Tennessee, Kentucky, Mississippi. It had to be already. Dude, where's her shawl in her rocking chair? Dude, this the woman standing there with the pitchfork, dude. This had to be Kentucky. Oh, boy. Continuing. And where were you headed to? I was heading to different places with a friend, but we stopped in Atlanta for two days because we wanted to see the tour of the stadium, but I decided to cut it off a little bit shorter. Okay. Um, Was this a male friend or a female friend? It was a male friend. Things didn't work out too well with me and him. So was y'all like romantically involved? No, we were, but then it got to a point where he would not leave me alone. Wait a minute. Were you married? He said it was a friend. Were you romantically involved? No, but yeah, we were. Okay, which one is it? I don't get it. Uh, so they were romantically involved. All right, here we go. About talking to other people, like as friends, and he. Okay, so he was checking her. She was talking to other people as friends. How was her hair gray already? At eighteen, how has she got gray hair already? Thought I was talking to them as boyfriends, but I wasn't. Yeah, she was. Y'all boyfriend and girlfriend. I mean, he was like asking me to be his girlfriend all the time, and then finally I just said yes, but then. We argued for a long time, and I just cut it off. By the way, man, this girl is low end on the attraction scale. I mean, listen. So whatever her expectations are, I mean, look at this neck. I mean, whatever her expectations are, it ain't realistic. She she believes she's entitled to something better, and it ain't even close. Let's continue. Did y'all used to have sex? Yeah. It oh, so it, it's not romantic. Yeah, he used to push them guts. It was it wasn't just like that, but like it was. He was scared because he has a wife in oh. a different state, and he didn't want her to find out about me because she didn't. He didn't want her to like hit me or anything. So he just. What like, state was he from? <sighs> raise your daughters. Uh, raise your daughters. So this woman then ran off with a guy who's married. This is, and then later on, after she didn't hit the wall. And that's you. Oh, boy. He was from Palomo. Where's that at? It's like. Is that in Kentucky as well? It's not. It's uh, in a like kind of like Mexico, kind of. Okay. Because he speaks Spanish. Okay, so he was Mexican. Okay. So he basically was going to have her human traffic. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> He's going to have her human traffic. Okay. Yeah. And you say that he was married? What's this brother doing in the background? Yes, he was married. For foreshadowing, he and was married. His wife in How old was he? Thirty-five. Okay, so thirty-five. Either it was a pimp or them young girls don't want you. He was just pumping her backside out. He was plugging her out. That's all. 
35? Okay. All right. Um, and so you say that you came here with him? Yes, and then we argued constantly. He kept on getting jealous all the time. And so I decided to break everything off. This pookie in the background got me nervous. He looks familiar. Foreshadowing. I went off on him, and then I left to ask them to take me to the bus station. And then I met someone. I fell in love, and here I am. Okay, this is where it's going to go crazy. So somebody said jealous of what? So she met someone. He dropped her off at the bus station. <laughs> she met someone at the bus station, and she fell in love. All right, continuing on here. Who'd you meet? Is it our guy back there? Ah, uh, yes. Okay, okay. Wait a minute. He looks familiar. Huh. Wait a minute. This guy looks like our homeboy that was with T-Mon's girl. Wait a minute. So what happened? We was walking to five points. Were you in jail too? Same brother. There he is with T Mon's girl. Hold on, let me see if I can get him on camera. There he is. There he is. T Mon. T Mon part two. Same guy. Let's go back. Wait a minute. There he is. She met him at the bus station and fell in love. Not with him, not with Pookie. And here I am. <laughs> Who'd you meet? Is it our guy back there? Uh, yeah. My man is always lurking. <laughs> you can tell his mind bad. His mind is bad. Look, there he is again. <laughs> I think he's pipping all these girls, bro. In a row. Give one second, Pop. Give one second, huh? Okay. This dude crazy. I bet you he didn't deleted at least three women. He, wait, this dude didn't delete it at least and hid under a bridge three women. My bet. Go and bet. So here it is right here. Let's look out for this girl. Oh, no. Anyway, let's continue. <laughs> yeah, and he's only 19. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, he, he listening. He's on speakerphone, man. Whatever you got to say. Yes, sir. Wait. And so, how many days ago did y'all meet? Was that five it days ago? It was yesterday. He must have put that pipe on her. He met her. Remember, she says, I met somebody at the bus station and I fell in love. He dug her out all the way to her esophagus. He put that thing on her. <laughs> she says, I'm in love with you. Love with you. I'm in love. Yeah. He put that thing. <laughs> he put that magic stick on her. She was like, I had me a guy from Mexico. I left somewhere in the middle of Kentucky and I got that thing put on me. Mm. <laughs> oh, shit. This is some comical shit.
yesterday? We met yesterday at the bus station. Okay. Um, it was pretty smooth. Pretty I could smooth? say he hit you it. Got a pretty big smooth. smile on your. Oh, he hit it pretty smooth. She said, "Look at that smile on her face." <laughs> This is what y'all brothers be doing out here talking about y'all be running game. The panty collector. Y'all getting, coach, I'm in Kentucky, and I be running game. <laughs> look at that look. <laughs> oh, my Lord. And he has no shame. Look at he's smiling in the background. He's smiling. Uh-huh. I put that thing on her. Continuing. Face. Thank you. He hit it pretty smooth. What did he hit pretty smooth? Falling in love with me, he made me fall in love with him so much. That was why do you think that happened so fast? Because look at his face in the background, Pookie. Pookie, like, uh huh, dude, he like got another one. The way he was talking to me, <laughs> look at Pookie's face. oh, Pookie, that's how y'all brothers be right there. Looking at me talking about coach, I'll be out here slaying it when I'm in Kentucky. Look at his face. He's like, I'll put that thing on you. He had her quivering. He had them legs quivering. He the first time he put it on her first time, City Boys. He put it on her for the first time, and she said, I never knew love like this before. He's like, inside of me. All right, let's continue. Me And he made a really sweet gesture. What was that? He said, whenever I walked out of the bus station door, I made him smile. He was like, milk of magnesia. Milk of magnesia, is it you? I finally got my snow bunny. Because he was tired of messing with that old ugly, uh, the black girl right there. Yeah, he looked. This is what he had right here. This is what he had. And he was like, mm, milk of magnesia. It's you all my life. I've been waiting for you, milk of magnesia. And I was like, oh, my God. And that but made it, you feel. And that made me feel happy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, have y'all had, like, sex? Yeah. I mean, right off the bat. Come on, man. I mean, he didn't have to wait for that. He opened that stink up right away. I'm probably going to have four kids on the way. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Send the asteroid, please. Let me off this world. I can't take it. I can't take this no more. He shot up the club. He said, Roar! She was like, That gotta be four babies. That got to be four babies. Oh my goodness. He put all them babies in. Oh shit. Let's continue, man. Oh Lord. Four kids? Yes. <laughs> Why do you say that? Look at him. He like, oh, hell Let's no. Let's just say uh, a lot of stuff went down the same day that we met. He hit that a couple of times. He's like, I'm out. Look at him. He's like, uh-oh, that's child support. A lot of stuff went down. 
the day we met. So is that basically because y'all have had sex four times? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. That's a lot in um in just a day. He been beating that up. It's not my fault. He and made so me... wait, have you... oh wait. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. And kids, so I mean, well, I guess y'all was no condom sex. No condom. And so look at him. Look at him. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait, having kids, so I mean, well, I guess y'all was no condom sex? No condom. And so did he ejaculate the surgeon? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look at him in the back. Look at the players. Look at the dating coaches. Look at my dating coach guys in the background. Look at y'all. That's y'all PUAs in the background. Yep, I dug it out. I got, <laughs> he said, I got receipts. He like, I got receipts. Did your ex used to do that as well? No. Yep. No. So the first time she got it raw, and yep. So she in love. This is an imprint. No. And I would not let him do that. Okay. So he let. Did y'all used to have no condom sex though? No. Wow. I wouldn't even let him do that. I was like, "You have a wife. I'm not gonna do this." No. So I mean, if you knew he had a wife, why'd you decide <laughs> to mess with him? Why'd you decide to sleep with him? I didn't sleep with him. We had to sleep in the same tent. So I just thought that I could get to know him. Okay. So, hey, how you doing, sweetie? All right. And so I just basically got to know him, and I figured out that he was nothing but a player, I should say. What well, What was he doing that showed you that he was a player? What? Because every time we would walk outside together with, like, me, him, and his dad to, like, go into a store or something to get food, he would basically look at other girls whenever they walked by. And me and his dad saw it, and he we just didn't say anything. And what state was this in again? It was here. That was here in Atlanta? Yeah. Okay, so... And it was in all the other states that we went to. So y'all was just traveling around with each other? Yeah. How was... long were y'all traveling? Okay, together? that's enough. That's enough of that. Uh, anyway, man, if you guys want to check out Atlanta Street interviews, uh, check them out right there. Go give them a subscribe. This dude's channel is incredible. This dude's channel is incredible. Let's get to the Super Chats. My God. I needed that laugh. I needed that laugh. That was outrageous. All right, man. That was that was insane. I don't even know what to say, man. Shout out to everybody on PayPal. Let's get you locked in for this show. Oh, man. Where we at? We got uh, Maryland guys in the building. Thank you, sir, for over on PayPal. What did you say? He says, Maryland guy. He says, I know a white dude that went to the Philippines. He told me that a lot of, a lot of girls there told me they prefer foreigners. That's their code word for white guys than their own people. And he says, although there's a lot of lady boys over there, there's so it take wait. Although there's a lot of lady boys over there, it takes a lot of their men out of the market. So that's kind of what we were talking about earlier, where, um, you know, it takes a lot of their men out of the market. But we have to understand those people get started earlier. So those men have access to these women earlier until these women get above age, 16, 17, 18. Then, the, then some make themselves available to foreigners. Then it takes them completely off the market. But Philippines has also, you should know, a high single mother rate. They also don't have divorce. It's not legal. There, there's no divorcing. So a lot of those women get started earlier and they get married young. And if they get married young, they never get divorced. So they do will have husbands running around there when you show up. And if you so happen to fall in love with one and get a international girlfriend, 
it's could be likely that she's already been married and still married legally. Still married. And or single mother rate. The single mother rate sky high in the Philippines. So check it out. Yeah, lots of single mothers. So, you know, you guys got to think about that when you go over there. <laughs> so I said they start at 11 and 13. Yeah, they do. I'm I'm sure they do. So even around there, and then by the time they get 16, 17, 18, 19, they start marrying, start having babies. And then by the time you show up there, they're 21, 22, 24. If they're older than that, you asking for trouble. You asking for trouble if they older than that. So you you better just keep it a uh, practice. Not a lot of just hot chicks, hot young chicks are going to be over there without either one of those things. Zero fallout. He says the white chick is what I imagine when I hear dudes say they don't pay. Exactly. Ding, ding, ding. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is exactly what I hear. I don't pay. That I guarantee you your girl looks like that. If you ain't in the West Coast or the, the, the Northeast or the South like Miami, your girl looks like that for sure. Shout out to, not always. My friends overcharged me. I can't remember what your other name was. He says, dude, you're right once again. Pookie didn't smile at all with Stragnesia, but brother was looking like Mr. Ed showing all 32 teeth while in the cut with heavy Hannah, heavy Hannah. Yep, he was smiling and doing this and dancing. He was like, I got me a white girl. I got me a snow bunny. When he was with Stragnesia, he looked like a serial killer. No name, says coach. He says, coach, uh, they think the women in the States run game over here. Oh, I already got that. Yeah, the women over there got some serious game. It's called survival. So do not let your guard down over there. All right, let me check the cash app. And uh, where are we at? The hour? Oh, snap. All right, I didn't even get into the main event. Najwick says he said he never pay, but boy paid $80 for a night. $80 for a night. That's the dude that went to the Dominican Republic. Yep. I would never pay, but when you get over there and you're traveling, you'd be like, okay, let me just get this over with because you're going to go the first couple of days. I'm going to just tell you how you do it. You're going to go to all the bars and all the pickup spots and the joints. Sometimes if you're in Thailand, Philippines, I can't speak specifically on that, but in the Dominican, there are certain ways you can pick up and all that stuff is still, a, it's still you still got to get them back to your hotel. It's not an automatic. And then after a day or two of going through that, you're just going to be like, let me just pay. <laughs> It's much easier. It's faster. You get right to the point. Because it's still a process. You ain't just, they just, you just don't show up there and they just appear at your hotel because they haven't seen American dudes in a minute. So be careful over there. DG Seymour says CGA will game work in La Jolla and Scottsdale. Mm. Newport, La Jolla, Scottsdale. I challenge any dating coach. We'll go to all of these places. Because most of these people, wait, let's just put Miami on there. La Jolla, Scottsdale, Newport, let's go. Now, the one thing they're going to say is, nah, those aren't my type of girls. And I'm going to say exactly. <laughs> You're dealing with scab-pilling skeezers at best or low-income stragnesias that kind of leveled up and she drives a Nissan Altima. That's the, that's the woman you're dealing with. Okay, You're not dealing with top-of-the-line apex predators that inherit everything, every pickup line, all of that shit. So you come in there, <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh-huh. Go to Scottsdale with that bullshit. Go to go to go to Monterey. Go to anywhere, La Jolla. Go to come to Newport. Your shit'll work in Vegas against uh drunk ass tourists. Drunk ass tourists. 
Go to Brentwood. Go to Thousand Oaks with this bullshit. I'm, it's going to get shot down. <laughs> You're going to get, it's going to be like, snipe, kapoom. Go to, um, where do my brothers live? Uh, in Miami. Oh, I can't remember the name. It begins with a B. Go to downtown Bristle. Brickle, Brickle. Go to downtown Brickle with that game bullshit. <laughs> I think it's Brickle. Go to downtown Brickle with that. Not Broward, Brickle where everybody's around, everybody's there. There's there's people on top of people. Go down to Brickle with that. Boom! <laughs> You're going to get shot, shot down quickly. Cold, go to Newport and cold approach. Just start cold approaching. Like these women don't got no other option. They've been waiting for you to get off the plane and show everybody how much game you got. Mm-hmm. I'll just say, I'll just unleash you to the beast. Here we are. Have at it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just sit in the back like, <laughs> sit in the back like, mm-hmm. you're doing very well, sir. Now, going on, my, going on back out there. Take your ass back out there. Go down to downtown San Diego in a ga- place called Gas Lamp. Go to Gas Lamp. I'm going to drop your ass off in Gas Lamp like this here. Mm. How's it going? They be walking past your ass. And it's options after options. Now, it's going to be, he says, gas lamp is off the hook. Go down the gas lamp. I'm going to just sit back in the corner like, yeah, buddy. Yeah, you're doing so good. Yeah, you know, get your ass back out there. Keep running that bullshit. Go, no, 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 no. Nope. Go on out there. I don't want to hear this shit. And by the way, and by the way, gas lamp, gas lamp has Junior college girls, it's crawling with junior college girls. It's crawling with junior college girls. There is not a lack of girls in Gaslamp. They're everywhere, bro. On Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Gaslamp is everywhere. <laughs> They're everywhere. There's no short of them. And I'm going to be sitting back like, mm-hmm. how's it going? <laughs> You're doing what? How's it? Huh? Yeah, how's that 100? You'll have 100 women right here in front of you in Gas Lamp. <laughs> Be like, <laughs> so if you want to go see some Kaylees, everybody's down in Gas Lamp. Sisters, top-notch sisters, um, Latinas, Asians. If you ever wanted to find the best place to go, try to just go peep out some girls, Gas Lamp District in San Diego. Crawling. All types so I don't want to hear, oh, these ain't my type. These ain't my type. These ain't the type of girls. They're going to be everywhere. And Gaslamp is in San Diego. It's a downtown area. It's crawling. It's almost a can't miss if you have top-notch game. You got top-notch game, I'm going to take your ass down there. You can't miss. <laughs> Somebody said, stop sending everybody to my lair. They got everybody down there. There's no excuse. They got them thick. They got them pog. They got them flat-backed. They got them black, Latina, Asian, white, Middle Eastern. It's a can't miss. And if you got game, you should be able to close on, you should be able to close on five easy. I guarantee you, you come up on two if you got super game. If you got halfway sorry-ass game, you're going to come up empty. I'm sending everybody to y'all spot. Okay, let me stop. Because y'all going to be skedaddling to the gas lab. They'll be like, 
Yeah, the vibe is awesome. It's one of the best places. I know I'm giving away the secret. Yeah, and it's nothing but, listen, there's there's five and sixes. But when you show up from wherever you show up, everybody's going to be at eight, nine, and 10. You're going to be like, what? You're going to be like, what is going on? Where, where am I at? You ain't going to see nothing like it. You're be like, what in the hell did I just drop into? Get your cold approach game ready, and I'm going to be taking notes. Let me see what's working tonight. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let me see what the... Oh, you told her that? <laughs> okay. He says, it's like Manhattan. It is like Manhattan, and it's crawling nonstop from, from, um, from 7 p.m. to probably 4 a.m. Nonstop. And not only that, it's going like that all year long. Because there's no snow. There's never really a bad day in San Diego weather-wise. So no matter what part of the year, it's crawling. It's on point. It's just like this all the time. 2 a.m., gas lamp shows up. <laughs> I'm telling everybody, y'all, you're, uh, yeah, y'all can't beat that. 2 a.m., I'm sorry, 2 p.m., stops at 2 p.m. But um, uh, when I was down there, last time I was down there, every t- most every time I stay in San Diego, I stay in gas lamp. And, um, and um, by the way, yeah, I, had, I already had somebody come in to meet me there, but I had another couple of girls down there, uh, junior college girls, right in freshman year, sophomore year for show. All right, anyway, I'll send the game guys out to Tupelo. Uh, okay, we're just messing around. We didn't even get to the rest of the show. Shout out to DGC more with that one. Yep, I've been to Scottsdale, La Jolla, Gaslamp, um, Newport, anyway, or- Orange County in general. Los Angeles, where they go to the downtown rooftop bars. I love to see this shit. All right, come on off the internet so I can see this. Y'all going to be slipping and stumbling. I haven't gone to the cigar lounge in Gaslamp. All right, shout out to Brian Horsley in the building. Thank you, sir, for being here again. All right, Sheldon Ross says that homeless girl is a whole show by herself. I would love to have her on my show, but I can't do nothing with her. She's a walking Disease. Sorry, she's a walking disease at this point. She didn't have Pookie skeet up in it. All right, here we go. Here, um, a lot of people on the on the super chat. Shout out to humble Lee. humble Lee. Thanks for what you do, Coach. Last week's stream about Emmy Yadoka was a classic. I'm just trying to help. Shout out to the coach game. Yeah, I'm just trying to help. Give a double dose of that reality. Unprogram the mind. Did you see that fell cop? That parked on the railroad tracks, yes, and let the perp inside. I saw that. I might share that later this week. She didn't even pull the person out, mainly because she couldn't. But, yes, a female cop parked on the railroad tracks in a felony or in a, in a stop where they arrested another female. She put the female um, perp in the car, and the train came and ran over the car. The police car. It looked like a Ford Explorer. You can't make this issue up. And what did she do? She panicked. This is the thing, the difference between anything. It all comes down to when you meet the moment of truth and the point of no return, what do you do? See, everybody talks big game. I could do this and I'll prepare to do this. I'm trained to do that. But when the moment of truth and the point of no return happens, meaning your car's on a railroad track, you're now obligated to save a life. A train is barreling down. What are you going to do? You're going to revert back to panic? Well, you're not prepared for the job. And she panicked. 
No, the cop ran away. The cop ran away from the car. The person's in the car handcuffed, and the train barrels down the car. Somebody says, where's the seeking content? Go to coachgregadams.locals.com where it says members only content right there. All right. Um, Kevin, the software tester says, got to give you your flowers for the Tesla battery story. I know, man. I don't say things just for shock value. Wow. And by the way, I think the person lived. I think the person lived that got ran in, over in the car by the train. I don't know how. Aceto Rusco says, this is why internal combustion engines are here to stay. Just did a Euro um, car wrap on my 01 Prelude. He says, be self-sufficient, fellas. Yeah, I don't think combustible engines are going anywhere anytime soon. All right. Not, not, not until they come up with, with um, a reasonable alternative, and it's not in the next fifty years, in my in my opinion. JC says this is the same thing as when something brand new comes out, never gets, never get the first generation. He says just like with these new EV vehicles, wait until they have it all figured out. Yeah, so that's what we were talking about there. Uh, they're gonna work out the kinks. Like I said, timeline wise. His timeline matches up to my timeline. I said seven to eight years, you're going to need a new battery. Well, his car is a 2013. He's now at the 10-year mark or the nine-year mark. Here he is. And now he's having that issue. And I think the next five or 10 years of these cars are going to have the same issue. It's it's going to be a no-brainer. Gunsleaker says, Coach, hit them with the I'm winning clip earlier. Keep putting the haters on the diamond cutter, Coach. And men always hold the line. All right, I'm not sure what the winning clip is, but uh, sometimes I forget. All right, T-Mon Jr. coached that ninja in the video. Shot my pappy <laughs> on your birthday. Shout out to T-Mon Jr. I'm sorry. Little Eddie says, it's all T-Mon's fault. Too funny. Callie West, he says, just, just eyes got tired of T-Mon's 304s and got a pog. Yep. he All he has is those, those pretty eyes paws. But, yep, he got him a pog. She definitely is a pog. Everett Walker can't believe Blue Pill Normie still dismissed this as bitter and hurt, even with the overwhelming evidence. It's mostly men who reject it as shaking my head. Yep, because they're hopeful. But I want everybody to try. Make the best relationships you possibly can. Um, I can't speak for your experience. I just know we're in an odd time. You cannot deny that relationships are disastrous. Dating marketplace, disastrous. Wedding, disastrous. Even maintaining marriages, it's all kind of disastrous for most people. And there are some people who are somewhat successful, and I want to shout them out. And they want to get you to understand that you can be successful in relationships. Now, I will preface that by saying it's not easy work, okay? So even they will admit that it's not easy work. And they will also admit that they're in a relationship with someone who is there, you know, this is not the first relationship they've got into. This is somewhere down the line where they actually experience a lot of pain in relationships. So that goes with the territory. A lot of guys that are listening to me like, hey, man, let's look, let's just look at this. You can be successful. You can have a good marriage. But they haven't been absent of pain. They haven't been absent of of bullshit and drama. Now, if you accept that as a consequence of relationships, go ahead and proceed. I, on the other hand, I want to be 
as absent of drama as I possibly can because I'm choosing it. And I can choose to not have drama be a part of my life. A lot of people will say they're not drama-oriented, and they are. Those are the worst persons, by the way. Oh, I don't like drama. That person thrives on drama. So I, I choose to deal with no drama as opposed to a little bit, as opposed to being annoyed. I chose to go forward, right? Brown 310 back in the building. Shout out to you. And let's get to the Hayden Pantieri story. Are we there yet? Let's go in here. Boy, I thought, I thought, I thought. Let's go ahead and play this. I'm going to play the version of the YouTube video that's going to explain it. And then we'll go in the deep dive uh, and uh, fair use to whoever's channel this is. All right. So uh, the channel is called, it's a small channel. Small channel. Where am I doing here? I need to go here and then make this larger. That's what she said. Hayden Panettiere rejects the assumption that she would easily throw out her child. In truth, she said, giving up custody of her daughter in 2018 was the most heartbreaking thing she's ever done. I want to say sorry about the music and the voice, but this is the easiest explanation. It's two minutes, and uh, I'll pause it here and there. But by the way, Hayden Panettiere, come and talk to me. Fair use. In preview clips for Wednesday's episode of Red Table Talk, the Nashville actor opened up about the traumatic experience of being served custody papers by her ex-fiance, Vladimir Klitschko, while she was struggling with addiction to alcohol and opioids. Okay, so this is why I want to find this story curious. I'm not making fun of Hayden, but I find it curious as to how she's going to go on the show. And this is very much what women do in, in custody battles. They can be crackheads and people will sympathize for them. They can be fall way out abusive and they can sympathize for them when it comes to children. However, when it comes to men who most of the time did never break any law, they never abused anyone. They never drank. They never did drugs. They never abused the woman other than her claims of being verbally abused. When we get served custody papers, when we get served custody papers, when we get to give up custody of our kids, when we have to fight for our kids and pay 10, 20, 30, and they put a price on your kids' heads, they're a thousand dollars. Nobody feels sorry for us, but it's a story for her. And this woman was an alcoholic and a drug user. I don't feel sorry for her, and I don't feel sorry for crackheads, all right? And she's a crackhead, even though it's opioid head. I don't feel sorry. It's your fault. I don't, I don't feel sorry for people because I decided to live my life absence of drugs and alcohol. And I got to pay for your sins. You're bad. You had a choice in this and you chose to pop pills and you chose to smoke crack. But here we are right here. Men have this all the time. And now she's out here singing. Oh, I was doing crack and I was drinking up the bottle down to the bottom of the bottle. All right. I was drinking myself under the table and I got served custody papers. Mm. Boo-hoo. Somebody says she did crack. Um, Opioids. She's a drug head. And my best judge, Mathis Spirit, you're a crackhead. <laughs> I mean, listen, you're a druggie. I don't care what the drug is. You're a drughead. You did it yourself. I don't feel bad for you. You chose to keep putting the pills down your system, and you chose to keep smoking the pipe. You're a pill popper. Okay? That's all what it is. What else is she? She a pill popper. Continuing. 
It wasn't a discussion, she told Red Table Talk co-hosts Jada Pinkett-Smith, Adrian Gammy Banfield Norris and Kelly Osborne, who was filling in for Willow Smith. If he had come to me and said, I think because of where you're at right now and the struggles that you're having, it would be good for her to be over here with me for a while, I probably would have said, okay. Now, 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 now. I, I know you can't hear it because it was chopped up. So remember, let's go back. She was struggling with drugs and alcohol. And she also had mental health issues, according to the article that we're going to read. Now, I'm not coming down on her. I'm coming down on the scenario. She was actually an unfit parent. He filed custody papers on her. And she said, I was shocked. I can't believe he did that. I'm actually struggling with my mental health and my crackhead and my alcohol. How dare he do that? She said, how dare you? Now, what she then said was, now, if he would have came to me and said, I know you're struggling. I'm here to help. Why don't I take the kid and let you get on back on your feet? She lying like a mug. I would have said, okay. <laughs> Lies. That's not what she would have done. Let's go ahead and see that again so you guys can hear it framed. Let's go ahead and hear this part right here where she said she plays the victim. Here we go. Papers by her ex-fiance, Vladimir Klitsch. Custody papers by her ex-fiance. actor opened up about the traumatic experience of being served custody papers by her ex-fiance. The traumatic experience of being served custody papers by my ex-fiance. Are you joking? Okay, what about all the men that are served custody papers by their ex-fiance? Is it traumatic? Nope. Traumatic? We get served all the time. Nobody has ever called it traumatic. But she in here. <laughs> oh, it was traumatic. What the hell, bro? Then she says, let's go to this part right here. Smith, Adrian Gammy Banfield Norris and Kelly Osborne, who was filling in for Willow Smith. If he had come to me and said, I think because of where you're at right now and the struggles that you're having, it would be good for her to be over here with me for a while. I probably would have said, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Bullshit. That's bull. No, he had to take it to the courts and he was right for doing so. He was like, nah, man, we ain't playing no games. Because what she said was, if you would have said that and just for a while, what is a while? How long? How long? And then we would have did this under the table and you would have uh, you would have pulled it because you're a crackhead or you're an opioid head. You're a pill popper. You I'm not I'm negotiating with uh, somebody who isn't sober. So it's not fair for me to negotiate with somebody who isn't sober because you can change your mind based on your being an addict. Bullshit. And so she's in there trying to play the victim that he was the reprehensible for serving her papers. Guys, there's guys that get served on a daily basis. Are the women reprehensible? Nope. Not, not quite. Anyway, continue. He'll come there to visit the way the situation. Somebody said she would have reneged. She would have reneged. Okay, yeah, take her. A week later, she would have showed up. Give me my baby. <laughs> continue. He'll come there to visit. The way the situation unfolded was very upsetting to Panettiere, Aww. who was in an on-and-off relationship with boxing champ Klitschko from 2009 to 2018, according to People magazine. Klitschko, who was living in Ukraine at the time, had requested full custody of their daughter, Kaya, who was born in 2014. Lord, have mercy. Hold up for a second. 
All right, continuing. 2014, it was the worst, Panettiere said on Red Table Talk. Signing those papers was the most heartbreaking thing I've ever, ever had to do in my life. <sighs> so I don't care how good you look, you're still dealing with delusional people. So she said, she said, signing those papers was the most heartbreaking decision I have to do in my life. Now, now, what about when men have to sign those papers under duress? What about when men are forced to have to accept the judge decision? What about when men are talked into giving up custody because the kid needs to stay with me? He needs a mom. Is it this dramatic? She making this out to be like uh, the most dramatic, like men aren't dealing with this all the time. This is why I wanted to point this out. This is again, uh, victim stuff. And she literally is a pill popper and an alcoholic. She gave up the kids. Continuing. There was a cover of a magazine, and it said something like, why Hayden chose to give up her daughter. That's her now, by the way. As you can see, she about to, she about to get that wall. She about to get that wall. This is her now, I think, or somewhat as recent. Yeah, man. Wall. The wall comes for all. The wall comes for all. She recalled. I was like, this is so misrepresented. And people Damn. are like, how Damn, bro. Dare you? I could never do that to my child. Damn, she looking like Hillary Clinton right there, bro. So it was tough, and it took me a long time to be able to talk about it. This is the first time that I've delved into that specific topic because it's scary. You don't want to piss anyone off, especially the person who has control of your child. So uh, if you guys didn't know, this this is what this is what your ex-wife looks like in court. This face right here. So the face that you see that everybody sees in public, oh, she seems like such a nice woman. What did you do to her to make her so pissed off at you? I don't know what I did, but she seemed to be like on a mission. But instead of the smiling things that you see, this is what your ex-wife look at you like it you when, when she says this right here. And when she sees you in court, all of the smile and the goodness goes away. That's what your ex-wife looked like in court right there. All right, continuing. In a July interview with People, the Heroes alum detailed her harrowing journey with addiction and postpartum depression. We're going to look up that postpartum depression. We're going to give you a timeline. We're going to call it out. I'm going to call her out and say, I don't think so. All right, I think on the timeline, it wasn't, it didn't even fit, but let's go again and continue. She said she ultimately decided to let Kaya go because she wanted to be a good mom to her. Panettiere has since been to rehab and entered a period of sobriety. This hasn't been easy and there were a lot of ups and downs, Panettiere told people. So she's unstable. She's not a stable person. She is definitely the, 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 the not so stable parent. She's the not fit parent. I don't know about him, but she's definitely unfit to have any sort of custody. She should definitely have visitations. And she signed away the custody, but she's now playing the victim. Saying, I had a period of sobriety. What's a period? What's a period of sobriety? Uh, by the way, when you are an addict, you're always an addict. Everybody knows this that's ever been to an AA meeting. You don't kill the addiction. You are always the addict. And you always have the ability to get back into the addict. Uh, become an addict, re re become or or what do they call it? Um, re something. 
Anyway, you're always an addict. You're never not an addict once you're an addict. Relapse is the word that I'm looking for. You can relapse just like that. So you can have a period of sobriety doesn't mean you're not an addict anymore. But I don't regret even the ugliest things that have happened to me. I feel incredibly accomplished and I feel like I have a second chance. After Russia began invading Ukraine in February, Panettiere confirmed via Instagram that Kaya, whose uncle is the mayor of Kiev, is safe and not currently in the country. In March, Panettiere founded a charity to support the war effort what in Ukraine. What is this black screen? What she's dealing with and what we're all... What is this shit? <laughs> Somebody said I'm bad with words. Come on, man. Shit, I be talking like 18,000 words a day. The screen went black. Okay, so I don't know what happened there. All right, that that must be me clapping out hating Panettiere's cheeks right now. <laughs> All, right. All right, that's me. What happens when I show up at Hayden's house? No, I'm going to have them lights on, to 10 toes up. I want to see everything. They done ran out of editing right there. So, uh, but that's that's the pic that's the uh clip that I wanted to show you right right there. Now, as you can see, there's a whole bunch of victim blaming. It's a whole bunch of I'm the victim here. And I'm asking you, why is she getting to play the victim here when she was a full out unfit parent? She was an addict. She was an alcoholic. She didn't have her life together. She'd been in rehab. Why is she painting him out to be? I mean. They're good friends, according to this article. But why is she playing this sad song? This was a traumatic experience. Well, when you're an addict, everything's traumatic. But there's a lot of men go through this all the time, and nobody cares. This is some female privilege or and or pretty privilege, if you will. How does Hayden uh, Panieri, Panieri, whatever her name is, not have custody of her daughter? The actress confirms her seven-year-old is safe and not in Ukraine with the ex Vladimir Klitschkov. Um, I want to see if I can go ahead and uh, come down to the end of this article because you heard the most of it. It says, Panieri further offered her prayers for her family and friends, others in Ukraine, and asked her followers to show support and solidarity for the uh, democracy, for democracy or republic. Uh, here we go. Let's go down and go here. Let's see here. Let's go to the timeline. That's what I want. Here it is. A look into the Hayden and Vladimir Klitschko custody battle. Hayden reportedly met Vladimir at a book launch party in 2009. Started dating shortly afterwards. The duo initially parted ways in 2011. Due to the challenges of maintaining a long distance relationship, but continued to main, remain friends. What happened in between all that? Cheeks getting clapped. However, the couple reconciled in 2013. And also got engaged the same year. The pair welcomed their daughter into the world in 2014. However, the couple parted ways in 2018. Okay. And Klitschkov, uh, I believe this is uh, Klitschko, it's Klitschko, received full custody of the daughter amidst the former's mental health struggles. Okay, they split up. Then she had mental health struggles. Remember, I thought it was addict. I thought she was an addict. No, it's mental health struggles. Let's look at the timeline. In 2015, Pantieri opened up about suffering from postpartum depression following her daughter's birth. One of these things that I always warn you about that no one seems to take into account is I did a stream on this one. So forgive me for the statistics. I didn't prepare for this, but I did an entire stream on postpartum depression on the amount of women who claim to suffer from it 
statistically how common it is. And even there's postpartum psychosis. Most women do not get it treated, but they will self-diagnose themselves with self postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. See, this is the problem we got, what I have with postpartum depression. Often at times it's self-diagnosed. Many women do not get any help with postpartum depression. The only person that deals with their postpartum depression is you. And that's you. That's you. She's going to say over your head, but I got postpartum. No psychologist has diagnosed her. She's on no medication for it. And she's just going psychotic on you. But you haven't got a diagnosis. You tell her to go get help. She doesn't go get help. And she just acts crazy around you. You're like, what? what's going on? Does she need some help? Yes. The problem is the self-diagnosis of it. And they don't get it resolved. They don't get it resolved. But the problem is that every time you set her off, every time you piss her off and she's in her psychosis or her depression, every time you don't do what she wants you to do, she's going to blame you. And it's all Jermaine's fault. That's the problem. It's always Jermaine's That's going to be the problem with this postpartum depression argument. I've heard plenty of women say they have postpartum depression. And then you follow it up. Did you get help? Did you see a therapist? Did you take medication? And it's all no. Nope. 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 Well, what the hell? How do you know you had postpartum depression? You could just be crazy, right? And why are you penalizing the man and using that to gaslight him? Well, I have postpartum depression. So my question is, did you get it diagnosed as postpartum depression or did you self-diagnose it? Those are two different things. So then you can go on and say, like, when you don't yell at her, she can say you're yelling at me. You're physically, you're you're verbally abusive. And she's just going cray-cray in her head. And she's not getting help. So she said 2015, but um, she said she opened up about her postpartum depression in 2015. But she had the child in 2014. So, okay. Yeah. Um. Now. Let me see if she uh, opens up here. It says right here, during an appearance on Live with Kelly and Michael podcast, the actress mentioned that she failed to cater to her newborn child's needs due to her mental health health issues. Once again, <laughs> once again. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Somebody just said it. That means she's unfit to be a mom. Exactly. Let me just put this and phrase this out right quick. If this is a man, and he's going mentally unstable and he's failing to meet the needs of the child and or the wife. Guess what happens to him? He has no wife and child anymore. But in our world, we can continue to put she's suffering from postpartum, but I keep putting the kid in front of her. Is that helping her? Especially when she can't fulfill the need. She admits it. I wasn't fitting the needs of the kid. What? What? <laughs> See, they wanted one way to claim to be the victim and get the victim narrative. But on the other end, we will say, well, you're an unfit parent. No, no, no. Which one is it? I've actually had someone try to use that against me. Said um, that they were suicidal and I challenged them to delete themselves. And I said, well, you were using that against me too many times. That was the hundredth time I heard it. So I said, go ahead and do it. So they tried to run to the court. <laughs> I don't know who this person was. They try to run to the court and use that against me until a lawyer said, you can't use that. <laughs> you can't use that to penalize him. You're going to lose custody of your kids. They're going to say you're unfit 
to be a parent. Guess what? Guess what? That whole allegation went away. The whole allegation, that was used against me heavily in mediation. That whole allegation went bye-bye. See, that's what I'm telling you. That type of thing that people use against you, they realize that if they use it and they go to try to get victimhood, somebody's going to call them out and say, wait a minute, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You were depressed. You couldn't fulfill the child's need. You were suicidal. Means you can't have custody of your kid. How about that? And they go to shuffling. They're like, oh, wait, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. See, that's called gaslighting. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man, what you going to do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man, yeah, man. See, I'm not for games. I'm not for games. And when I see people playing games, I'm like, okay, reverse Uno on your ass. Because now you're going to try to use that to get some some sympathy. And guys, I never heard that allegation not one more time ever again. Because they found out that if they use that, that was easy for me to go, oh, you're mentally unstable. No custody for you. Reverse Uno. I don't play games. I'm not with the games. So uh, you sometimes have to be cold as ice to call people out on their shit because otherwise they're going to keep gaslighting and using it as an excuse. And this is what Hayden's doing. She's trying to play the victim, but she seemed to have all the problems. She's mentally unstable, drughead, alcoholic, you name it. Mm. Quote, when they tell you about postpartum depression, you think about, okay, I feel negative feelings towards my child. Bruh. I feel negative feelings towards my child. Let a father say, I got negative feelings towards my child. I have negative feelings towards my child. Yes, I have. I have negative feelings towards my child. See what happens to you as a father. They immediately, oh, well, oh, no custody for you. <laughs> what the hell? She also says, I want to injure my child. I want to hurt my child. And dudes be losing custody of their kids left and right. Let me read this crazy shit again. When they tell you about postpartum depression, you think about, okay. Oh, uh, I feel negative feelings towards my child. I want to injure my child. I want to hurt my child. I've never ever had those feelings, and some women do. And some women do. And then they got the nerve to strip custody from you, bro. Some women do. Here it is right here. The Nashville star also enrolled herself in a rehab rehabilitation center in October 2015. That's shortly after her birth of the child. Less than a year. Oh, there we go. Less than a year after her child's birth. Additionally, she also returned to work to restart her Hollywood career. So I could focus on my career. Oh, well, you won't be able to see it. It's kind of small. That's what she said. Or that's what he said. <laughs> Hold up for a second. That's definitely what he said. Let me see here. She went to restart her career. Uh, let's see here. What else does it say? Additionally, 
Okay, it says Pantieri reportedly checked into the facility for the second time in 2016. Let's go to this timeline once again. Let's go through this timeline once again, bro. Wow. Okay. They reconciled in 2013, had their daughter in 2014. They broke up in 2018, but in 2015, she opens up about postpartum, potentially want to injure the kid, or she said she didn't have it, but other women do, and we should just overlook that and seek their, I don't know, self-diagnosis. Then she checked into a rehab in uh, 2015, less than a year after the child's birth. She went back to work. So I could focus on my career. And then couldn't handle that and checked into a facility again. And you lost custody over way less than that. <laughs> okay, let me say here, a lot of guys right here. You lost custody oh, way less than that. How many men have lost custody, a custody battle? You've lost custody over way less than that. It says right here, meanwhile, Klitschko continued to serve as the daughter's primary caregiver in a 2015 interview with Page Six, the former heavyweight boxing champion of the world, said he changed the child's diapers, cut her nails, gave her baths, and played the role of mother and father at the same time. Yes, if this was, let's just flip it. If what she's describing was Vladimir, he would never see that child ever again in his life. But he's filling in the void, thank goodness, for the child. If he was doing what she was doing, nobody would feel sorry for his ass. Reports suggested that during Klitschko, Klitschko and Pantier's separation, the latter wanted her ex to take custody of the daughter. That would be the mother. She even agreed to arrange when Klitschko moved to Ukraine with the daughter and continued to maintain an amicable, amicable relationship with the former fiance. Okay, so they're friends. But again, remember, that's what this article says. But on the show with um with Jada, she said he filed custody papers. He filed on her. So there, that's a mix-up right there. She didn't try to play the victim. She had the he had the file paperwork. Following her separation from the boxer, Hayden started dating Brian Hickerson in 2018. However, Klitschko did not approve of Hickerson's presence around his daughter after Hickerson was arrested in 2019 for alleged domestic violence against Hayden, the actress. Bruh. This is when y'all people, this girl's a train wreck. This girl's a train wreck. This is when you people be like, what's wrong? And not all women are crazy. And then y'all have a profile like this. An addict, alcoholic, separated, postpartum depression, want to hurt yourself, want to hurt other people, uh, dating other men, pookies, domestic violence. And y'all be like, what's wrong? I'm 40, you're 40. We make a great power couple. She's still beautiful. Look at her. Ain't she pretty? She's a good pick. Pick her. Pick her. Right there. Right there. Pick her. Ain't nothing wrong with her. She just smokes a vape pipe every now and then. And she got a couple of tattoos. What's wrong with her? Now she's getting domestic. She filed domestic violation charges against her new boyfriend. And when Klitschko, so much for her amicable relationship, Klitschko said, 
Nah, you can't have that kid around that man. You filed domestic violation. This sounds like a good pick. Man, she all over the place. Says right here in 2019, the source told the Daily Mail that Hayden and Vladimir's parenting arrangement was challenging. Quote, quote, it's heartbreaking and challenging. They didn't spend the holidays together. It's disturbing. And she'll have to figure out how to manage this. It's not an easy scenario. <laughs> okay. However, another source told Metro that same year, Hayden and Vladimir are on great terms and friendly. They are a big part of each other's lives and will continue to be. Hayden is back in Los Angeles and figuring out what's next. Flip the gender roles here. Flip the roles of these parents and tell me what Vladimir would be getting right now. No, definitely not sympathy. According to the two, the two have never had any major falling out over the daughter's custody. It is not known how others, how often they former sees her daughter. However, as the former pair are well acquainted with traveling and sharing a good bond despite their split, it is quite likely that the duo has a favorable parenting arrangement. I doubt it. What? There's comments here. Oh, there's reactions and thumbs up from people on Facebook. Clown show. Clown show. Would they frame you? Putin wrote that. Yeah, because no, no, no. I think he was back in Ukraine. Remember, he was going to fight. He was like, I'm staying back to fight. Well, where was the daughter then? Because I think one or both of the brothers was like, nah, we staying back to fight. So I don't know what happened to them. I don't have any update. Can you imagine? Flip the genders on this story. It's a it's a slam dunk. Vladimir's the deadbeat. And he's Jermaine on that situation. It is all Jermaine folks. It's always Jermaine folks. Wow. Wow. Man. Shout out to and, and shout out to Hayden. Hayden, boy, you was a little thing there. Boy, you talking about fumbling the bag. You had it locked down. You had it made. You fumbled a big old bag. Shout out to Sligo as the sauce. Shout out to you. Wait a minute. Is that is that a double sponsorship for you? He says, I've given up on getting your take on the Russians. He says, you see that video of the guy having his friend break his leg so he can't get drafted. Wow. He says, but the men are skedaddling out. He says, uh, things might get very interesting over there the next few weeks or months. Kaboom. I wish I had a kaboom sound. Now, I don't know so much about the uh, the incident, and I know I've seen just a couple of videos. I haven't been watching too much. I know kind of Putin's under desperation. I know they're grabbing boys off the street, Gen Z boys, and uh, I know a lot of dudes are skedaddling. I just don't know what's happening next. I don't really know and what to believe. I don't know if Russia's really losing like that. Are they that desperate? I really don't know. But um, if our intelligence and our media is actually telling us the truth, uh, Putin is desperate. And you never mess with people who are that desperate that have access to nukes. Bob says, and by the way, I don't know if they can reach America, but it could be reach somebody in Europe, and that's a problem. Well, it's a problem for us. Bob says, it's not about, wait. If it's not about to be independent and making money, I'm pretty much enjoying the decline of society at this point. It's not, wait, it's me, my, 
wants and needs. I believe it says my wants and needs. He says, did you know how to do a paternity test is uh wait, did you know doing a paternity test is illegal in, is that Italy? That's an Italian flag, right? The nukes can reach the United States soil. Okay. <laughs> okay. They can reach Alaska. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, so Alaska's done. I mean, I don't know. Can it reach anywhere else? Because Alaska, we know, is close. You ask, but but where else? Oh, from Cuba. Okay, but they're no longer. Are they no? Are they still riding with? Are they still riding with uh, Russia like that or no? Somebody asked me. I don't know. Yeah, I think Russia not struggling like that, but I don't know. Could they reach the United States, the mainland, the intercontinental, the continental United States? If they can reach the continental United States, then Western Europe needs to watch out. Southern California does have some bases that are very close. So anywhere you have ports or bases, oh, we're saying yes. Somebody said we're safe. <laughs> okay, hold on for a second. What is it? Stop. Y'all got me shuffling. The whole East Coast. Y'all making stuff up now. See, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Okay, intercontinental MBs are worldwide. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to do my research on this one because I don't know what's going on here. I don't know what's going on. Yes, the missiles go out of space, then it can hit the U.S. Y'all got people <laughs> Y'all going to have people scared. So let me go do some research on this one. Uh, you guys are telling me right now. Okay. Y'all telling me right now. They can hit New York. Okay. All right. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. Thanks for sharing, guys. Thanks for sharing. Don't get don't scare the uh, normies out here. The normies are going to go crazy. Shout out to Classy Beats. He says, don't know if you mentioned this, but Coach, he says, she was a child actress too. That explains a lot of her mental health issues, especially with her kid. All right, check that out on that one. So um, I didn't realize that she was that young of a child actress. I know she was a teenage actress. Or she looks like a teenager. <laughs> so y'all calling me a metaphile right now. Intercontinental. Okay, I'm going to do some research on this maybe tonight because I want to know. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it out, man. I, I want to know. And I'll report back. I'll report back what I've seen. Let's go over to the other alternative places to donate all right thank you man for all the support here we're having fun i don't want to the normies are going to be pissed new, 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 new world they're going to be scared hiding you know what i mean nuclear fallout and all of that they're going to be pissed to death all right shout out to sau afternoon coach he says i'm after work cooking on bulk for the rest of the week oh shout out to you he's meal prepping and listening to the best show giving these 304s and ham and eggers no mercy Man, congratulations to you. If they can reach the continental United States, obviously they're going to be, if you live in the middle Louisiana purchase territories, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Nobody's bombing that swamp land. <laughs> middle America flyover states. Nobody, nobody going to get you, bro. Shout out to Jeremiah. Franz says rules are Putin. Wait, rules are Putin needs others to agree. Biden doesn't. Is this to send? And who does he need to agree? That, that's what we need to clear up. 
She, oh, that was the girl on Seventh Heaven? Is that her? Man, I never put that together. Hold on for a second. Seventh Heaven. I never put that together that that was her on the show Seventh Heaven. I do remember, um, man, that was her. Wow. I didn't watch the show that much, but I used to tune in for that other plain Jane looking girl. And I think Justin Timberlake uh, married. Let me see what's going on on Seventh Heaven. So that was the one with the father that was touching all them kids. Is that true? Remember the father on that show? Let me see. Jessica Beale is the one I'm thinking about. Let me see. Was she on the Seventh Heaven show? I can't see that. I see a kid here. No, nah, that's not her. No, it is. But the dude was a legit. I don't think that's her. What other show was she on when as a baby? I don't look like her. No, as a kid actress, as a child. I don't think that's her. That looks like something else. Yeah, that ain't her. Where's that flat back to Jessica Beals? Oh, she was on Remember the Titans. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember the Titans. I think she was. She was the smart kid, the smart mouth kid. That's her. Okay. So, wow. Okay, I didn't put that together. I didn't realize that that was her on Remember the Titans. So she was the, was she the coach's daughter? She was the white coach's daughter. There she is right there. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was her. Is that true? Wow. That's incredible, man. I didn't realize that that was her. So she was a child actress. So there you go. I can kind of see. Boy, she grew up and out. <laughs> she grew up and out. What happened? <laughs> man, that's a shame. So, yeah, she was the smart mouth kid on the uh, Remember the Titans, which was a good movie. All right. That puts things in perspective. So if she was in the industry, that could tell you a lot. He said this off the record. Everybody knows where that line is from. All right. She grew up and out. Hold on for a second. Let me see if I can find that clip. That's going to be a, that's going to be a um, YouTube. That is going to be a YouTube copyright. Let me see. She grew up and out. Let's see if she can do it. Let's see if I got it. Life. It was talking about, they was talking about can't get rights, girl. Okay, they don't have a clip. That's from life. Okay. Where are we at here? I think I was ready to close down shop. Appreciate everybody for being here. Let me check the last time. Let me check the last time to see if I got all the contributors to today's show. Uh, yeah, we got that. Venmo's cleared out, cleared the deck. We got Zero Fallout was the last one over there. And we got uh, Jeremiah Franz was going to tell us about who gets the last word about what Putin does. He says, Putin needs four out of the five other yeses to send nukes. All right, thank you for that one. So we might be safe. And if you guys know, there are certain people on that list that probably are never going to say yes. Right? So could he go rogue? That's the question. And I don't know. All right. But he would be violating big time treaties out here. 
Appreciate y'all for being here. Do me a favor. Have a good day. Tomorrow is the going to be the blue chip mindset. Shout out to you. Let's listen to Zoe. Peace. And my husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're going to rely on your husband? No. He's going to fucking spoil me. No. I don't deal with no fucking scrubs. He's going to be a fucking engineer doctor. One of the fucking two. And he's going to buy me as many fucking Louis as I want. As many Chanel's. As many Gucci belts as I want. As many fucking Louis purses that I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you going to do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. Is that your fucking plan? You have to be independent, Zoe. Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independence. I will get well, good Well, I'm money glad that. that you want to take care of someone else for your life. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Whatever, Zoe. Whatever.